Good morning and welcome to First Baptist Church and to our virtual worship service this morning. I'm here in this beautiful sanctuary and you are there at home or wherever you are hearing this broadcast from. Yet we are together in worship. We are the body of Christ. We continue to be the church and for that I am uh, I am very grateful and uh, I'm so glad you have chosen to join together in this unique, unique way. Uh, I, like you, pray for the day when we can all come together again in this beautiful space. However, I want you to know that the leadership of First Baptist Church uh, is committed to making sure that we don't rush things and that when we do open up in the future, that we will do so in a way that is safe and sane and that protects the health of everybody who comes into the sanctuary. And we want to open up in a way that it allows all people to come and join us here in the church. And so uh, I invite you to pray for the leaders, uh, pray for their discernment, pray for their wisdom as they face this uh, unchartered territory going forward. They are working hard and praying hard to, uh, to do right by the church. So uh, please pray for them. I also want to, I want to say happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. And it's a, it's a special day for the ladies of the church. Uh, and I, I'm really missing being in church on Mother's Day when uh, several of y'all put on some hats and dress up and come in uh, in your spring attire. And I miss... I miss seeing all of that, uh, and many of you drag your children to church for their once a year on Mother's Day, and I miss seeing some of the <laughs> some of the kids who come on occasion like that. Uh, I want to offer up a prayer for Mother's Day as we open up our worship this morning. This prayer is written by John Humphreys, and it comes from a resource called Prayers That Unite. A loving God both mother and father for humankind and all creation. We are grateful and thankful today for mothering, for the feminine touch of parenting, for the special connection of mother and child, and thankful for all the women in our lives who offer care, comfort, encouragement, and support. We are grateful for the self-sacrifice of love that is given, and we offer our love in return. We remember the mothers who are. We remember the mothers who have been and are gone. And Lord God, we remember the mothers who cannot be. We acknowledge that mothering is hard and not all are able to do so as they would like. We acknowledge that we all fall short in life and love and that mothers are no exception in this. However, today we honor mothering especially those who give of their best. We pray for mothers all and those who offer mothering beyond the circle of bloodlines and family. For mothers and motherers, we pray. Amen. Now I'd invite you to enjoy uh, a song I asked Beth and Dennis to record a piece of music to share with you this Sunday. And uh, following that, we'll have the the scripture and sermon.
I invite you now to turn to our text for today, John 14, verses 1 through 14. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, so that where I am, there you may be also. And you know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not, not, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, you will know my Father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father and we will be satisfied. Jesus said to him, have I been with you all this time, Philip, and you still do not know me? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show me the Father? Do you not believe that I am the, do not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own, but the Father who dwells in me does his work. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. But if you do not, then believe me because of the works themselves. Very truly, I tell you, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do, and in fact will do greater works than these, because I am going to the Father. I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may also be glorified in the Son. If you, in my name, ask me for anything, I will do it. May God add a blessing to this reading of the text, and cause it to be the inspired word for us today. This text comes to us right in the middle of, or at the beginning of Jesus's farewell address uh, to his disciples, a farewell discourse that goes on uh, from here up clear through chapter 17. Uh, and Jesus includes a, a long prayer in there for his disciples. And the disciples here are nervous and scared. If Jesus is martyred, if Jesus leaves the earth and goes somewhere, how will they know where to go? Or or how will they know what to do? And how will they know uh, where to find Jesus when everything is over? And for the original reader of John, after the gospel had been written and is read to the community John had in mind for it, there is a lot of anxiety in their community as well. They're feeling persecuted by the Roman world around them. They're also beginning to be excluded out of the synagogues where their normal uh, tradition of worship happened. Uh, and if they're no longer a part of this traditional structure of Judaism, how do they find their grounding and how, where do they get their bearings from? Of course, you and I have much to be anxious about right now in this, in this time when we're battling this uh, pandemic and there are so many uncertainties in the world right now with the coronavirus leaves us with a lot of questions what will life be like when this is all over what's coming next murder hornets what how what are we going to do with all of that how will we get through all of this and 
maybe, and for me, what is church going to be like after all of this? Maybe that's your concern as well. The words of Jesus are here to be a comfort to John's, to Jesus' disciples, to John's community, and to you and me as well at this time in, in the world. How will we know our way? is the question Jesus is trying to answer. And Jesus says, I am the way. Again, for the first readers of John, uh, they had lived through the destruction of the temple. If God was not in dwelling in the holy of holies, where is God? And how do we access the grace of God and the love of God and God's providence. What are we going to do? Uh, and now, now that the temple is gone and now that we are being kicked out of the synagogues, how are we going to find our way? Uh, we've declared Jesus as the Messiah and that has cost us our church homes. That has cost us our places of worship. Uh, now what are we going to do? How do we, how do we know God without those, uh, traditional structures? And maybe many of us are feeling the same way about church without being to gather as the, the body of Christ in this beautiful sanctuary. Um, what is, what is our faith? What is church like now? What, uh, what does our faith life look like when we can't share communion physically and sing our hymns together and pray with and for each other in the same space? And Jesus is saying, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And do not be troubled. This passage begins with Jesus saying, do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in me and believe in God I am the truth. Don't listen to those who try to tell you that you are on the wrong path or that your faith is wrong. I am the life. I have conquered death. And I will lead you to the full and abundant life. And I am the way to that. And this isn't meant, you know, if over the years this has been used as as kind of a, a triumphal elitism uh, text that uh, that convinces that is used to convince people that they need to to turn to Jesus or or burn in hell, and that isn't really what this text is about. Uh, it's meant to be it's meant to be a comfort. It's meant to say to Jesus's followers, it's an it's kind of an insider text, right? It's it's meant for those who have already uh, declared their faith in Christ, and Jesus is saying, "I am with you even now." As the world is tra- changing and everything is transforming, I am with you and I will show you the way. I am the solid thing that you can rely on. Keep your eyes on me. It's just like uh, the parable of Jesus uh, walking on the water and Peter who jumps out of the boat as they're, as they're caught in this storm and they see Jesus walking on the water and Jesus says, Lord, if it's you, call to me and I'll come out and join you. And Jesus, or Peter jumps out of the boat and starts walking and then he looks around and he sees the storm and he sees the raging waters around him and begins to sink and cries out, Lord, save me. And Jesus reaches out with his hand and pulls Peter back into the boat. And Jesus said, why did you doubt? And really what Jesus means is, why did you take your eyes off of me 
and get distracted by all of the the chaos around you. If you just keep your eyes on me, I will show you the way through this troubled time. I will show you the way even if the world is completely transformed into something new, into something strange, into something unrecognizable. If you keep your eyes on me, we can get through this because I am the way. And you can believe that the things I am doing and the the world I'm showing you, the kingdom of God that has drawn near and is proclaimed by me is the truth. Uh, God is in the world and doing good things and equipping each of us for, for the work ahead. And I am the life. As you keep your eyes on me and we struggle through this together, what you will experience, what I will experience, is the most full and abundant life possible uh, for ourselves and really for all the world. And so, and Jesus says, as you are faithful and you, you come to know me and see the Father in me, you will do greater things than me even. And you will be empowered to be the hands and feet of Jesus in this world. And you will be empowered to get through any obstacle that comes in our way. This is an amazing text that is meant to empower a group of people who feel like their lives have, the control over their lives has been lost. I don't know about you, but there have been times during this pandemic where I have felt the same way, where I have been so scared about what is going to happen in the future with this church, with me, with my family, with the world we live in, with the people I love and the world I love. And texts like this that remind me that Jesus is the way. And if I just follow and keep my eyes on Christ, I can get through this and we can get through this together. Uh, I thank you for all that you are doing in faith and I invite you to continue to uh, pray with and for each other as we work to get through this together. I want to invite us to be in a time of prayer. Uh, I uh, have another intercessory prayer here that I received from uh, the uh, Feasting on the Word series that I've been uh, utilizing some prayers from. So let us join our hearts together in prayer as we close out this time. God of resurrection, hear our prayer as we pray for the church throughout the world that all who profess to honor the risen Lord may be faithful in their witness and courageous in their testimony to the ways of Jesus. God, we pray for the government of the world and its leaders, that the nations may dwell in peace, that goodwill prevail over strife, and people of faith may freely worship as their hearts direct. We pray for the wisdom of our leadership as they guide us and lead us through these times of crisis and struggle. God, we pray for the rain and sun in proper measure and for the abundant food and water for all who dwell upon the earth. God, we pray for the sick and those in need and for any who are oppressed by wounds of the soul. 
God, we pray for our neighbors that we may live together in amity and that the strangers among us may find us to be hospitable friends. And God, we also pray for our enemies that their sins may be forgiven them and that they may find your peace. Almighty God, your Son promised to grant whatever we ask in his name. By your Holy Spirit, empower us to minister to the world as his faithful disciples, that our work may testify to what we pray and show forth your eternal glory. Through Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Peace.